Blog Talk Radio. Know that someone's loving you 
No matter how you say it, only matters what you do. Each day, please take the time to tell someone that I love you. dedicated students who want to learn how to eat scientifically and live a disease-free life. American School of Symptometry is the teaching and training arm of symptometry. We offer three types of scholarships to help you with the cost of educating yourself and learning how to cure disease at the cellular level. That's right, cure disease. Our mission statement is curing is proving. Check us out at symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. You'll be glad you did. Or call us at 708-252-3621 for more information. That's 708-252-3621. American School of Symptometry. Keep on coming. This is a dream come true. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now rocking with the best. This is Coach K, and you are listening to Coach K Radio. Each and every up. Now we've moved, and this is some Tometry night, 8 p.m., and now we've moved to two shows per month. So y'all can catch us every other week. That's right. Yeah, boy. 
the man that got so high I couldn't do anything but say, let's get ready to rumble and let's do what we got to do. So I definitely appreciate each and every one of you who are listening in live tonight, those of you who are listening via the download, listening via Skype. Big shouts out to everybody on planet Uranus, Pluto, Neptune, all the gases, planets in the house. Big shouts out to all the ancestors who didn't have this information, you know, who who may uh, or may not have still been here if they would have experienced symptometry and optimal wellness and just had the opportunity. And those are who I'm dedicating this show to tonight is the ancestors who passed because they thought they knew, but they really didn't have the right information, all right? And so tonight we're going to really, really, really get into a lot of myth-busting, medical myths, health myths, just myths in general. And I didn't put it in the show description, but we're also going to get into some ego-busting. Yes, 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 yes. Because that's where normally most of your myths come from, people's egos. See, a myth is not proven. It's not proven at all but it's supported due to people's egos. And I don't want to show ego is the opposite of humility. Now, you got to have a little bit of ego to get you home every night. you got to have a little bit of ego to go out in the world and do things. You know, the creator and the megaforce wants you to expand and enjoy things and to grow. Uh, but to 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 latch on to something that really doesn't have any scientific proof and really to latch on it in the face of scientific proof is where we start to have these problems. And then the myth starts to give birth to a condition that is ripe and ready to create the scenario for a disease or an illness. So you are now... Rocking with the best. This is Symptometry Night, Tuesdays at 8 o'clock p.m. on the East Coast. Big shouts out to the U.K. family, the Canada family, the West Coast, California, Seattle, San Francisco, Tijuana, everybody over there on that side of the building, Las Vegas. We really appreciate you and everybody in between, our own personal Central America, Chicago, Oklahoma, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, St. Louis, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, New Orleans, Phoenix, Arizona, Sedona, Arizona, to the whole, I mean, just to all of our listeners, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and we appreciate your response to the shows, and we thank you for your time and energy just to come in and listen to how we get down. Um, And I want to say I really appreciate you all for saying, I got to go listen to this show because it helps me. And that's why I will continue dedicating all of these shows to you. I'll be dedicating it to the people who say, I need this. When I see 3,000 people download a show, I say 3,000 people decided that they needed this. If I may see 700 people download a show, I say 700 people needed this. I don't care if it's 15 people downloaded it. I'm dedicating this 
to those 15 people who we can make a difference in their life by giving them proper resources, proper guidelines. That's me. I was in the park yesterday at the Jazz Fest in Atlanta. Big shouts out to the Atlanta Jazz Fest committee. Y'all did a great job. And a brother walked up to me, never met him before. He said his name was Gabriel. That's like an angel. He said, hey, my name's Gabriel. Is that an organite pendant that you have on around your neck? I said, well, yes, it is. Now, it's 5,000 people at the park. Nobody stopped me and said, you know, well, what is that you have around your neck? And now this man who has the name of an angel is asking me about an energy conductor around my neck. And he says, brother, what's your gift? Now I've been asked a lot of questions. I've been asked a lot of questions in my life. But that one, I was like, wow, my brain went into overdrive. What's my gift and how do I give him a short answer? And I said, I'm a teacher and I'm a change expert. I help people change by teaching them, by showing them what I know, by sharing them what I know, you know. And at times if I have to, i got to show them the potholes or the or the, or the holes and what they think they know, knew because that's how it was taught to me. I used to be so pompous, so arrogant. Still seems that way sometimes, but I used to be pompous and arrogant without the facts and without the scientific proof. And I would just jump on the summit, hold on to it. And those are normally my clients. Those are the people who are attracted to me, the hard cases, because I was a hard case. But some people got through to me, and then they laid that duty on me to whom much is given, much is required. And that's why I offer my services at CoachKyer.com or RelaxationIsTheKey.com or over at HonestHustle.info to people who are hard cases. But the hard cases once you turn them over, they are the champions for right knowledge, for right wisdom, for doing things the right way, for doing things. And, and that is how you become successful, and that's how you become rich. I've been on this economics tip, conscious commerce, very, very hard lately, and because to have all this information, all of it ties in. We're not supposed to be, like, super intelligent and then no money. No, no, no. When we say curing, I'm talking about curing on all seven fronts. That means the financial, too, because health is also wealth, and it's very important that we stay connected with that. And, man, there's just so much I want to get into. i got to wait till Dr. Nardi gets on here, but I, I see him over in the queue, so I so many things I want to share and tie in, and I do keep it controversial. I keep it controversial because – I don't have a billion-dollar budget like Dr. Oz and Oprah and Google and all these people who just steady feeding the myth machine. They feed the myth machine. Oh, I know some of y'all were looking for that coconut water show tonight. I'm really fed up with the whole coconut water thing, the whole coconut thing. I didn't know if I was gonna. I was gonna do a whole show just about coconut water, and I could, but we're gonna blend it in because. I talked to Dr. Nardi and Dr. Abbott, and I think it's very, very important that we address the overall theme and keep giving everybody the basics. What is the difference between curing and symptom relocation? I want all of you who are in front of your computer tonight, if you will, or if you listen to the download, go to Google for me right now and type in the type in two words. Type in symptom 
relocation. Symptom relocation. And that means that when the symptom that is for one disease has been moved and relocated somewhere else and it shows somewhere else up in the body, they Google has nothing on that. Nothing, nothing. That whole first page is just about symptoms of people when they're relocating to another place, how they start to get sick. So this science that we're introducing tonight, we're the first. We're the first, and you are the first. Let me give you a round of applause for that. And the hits just keep on coming. I like controversial like the Wright brothers. I was raised in North Carolina, first in flight. So it's a it's a it's a trend and a tradition for me to be a pioneer. Big shouts out to Sister Myra. Her son passed away two weeks ago and she got on the phone and told me I was a pioneer. I was like, What? I've been called a lot of names too. <laughs> I've never been called a pioneer before. But my spiritual mama told me I was a pioneer and I said, You know what? If that's what it is, that's what it's going to have to be. And we got to be out in front and set the trends for some people who have the humility. That's another thing about this show. The only way you can follow symptometry is you got to have some humility to say, what I've been studying is not correct, and I'm going to let it go regardless of what people think of me. And I got into a big hadoo on Facebook a couple of weeks ago with this famous chef. They've cooked at the White House. And they were writing a book, and it's got a whole chapter on coconut water. And I was like, yo, you need to check your information, you know what I'm saying, because what you're putting out is not correct. You know, and you got all these superstar clients who listen to whatever you say. And now, later on, if they come back and somebody else gives them this information, they listen to this sometimeometry show, they're going to say, you were not very well prepared. You were not very well prepared. You told us something that wasn't true, and it's on your conscience now that somebody came and told you the facts about it, and they had an ego about it. People are always saying, well, you, how can you talk to me like that? You're not a real teacher. You, got a teacher, you can't talk to people. The student don't tell the teacher how to talk to them. If you don't like it, it's the facts. If you don't like it, it's something about you that you want the teacher to uh, acquiesce to you. We do gold medal coaching around here. Gold medal. Think about Gabby who won the gold medal on the um, in gymnastics, or Hussein Bolt who won the hundred. Do you think he looked at his coach and said, "You know, you're a little too hard on me"? Look at the Nigerians who run in the in the marathon. Do you think they look at their coach and say, "You know, you're a little too hard on me"? When you standing up there getting that gold medal, is that the is that the first thought in your mind? Coach, you was too hard on me. No, it was thank you, coach. Thank you for getting in my ass and making me do the extra and go the extra mile so I'm number one in the world. I'm number one in health care. I'm number one in healing. I'm number one in getting some money. I'm number one in um, making my family proud of me. You've got to have somebody who's going to push you. But when you start getting lazy, oh, you're too hard on me. Oh, my, I can't believe you're teaching like that. Then you ain't going to get it. You ain't going to get it. I can't do this show by myself. I got to go bring in one of my comrades because I'll just go in all night. I want to get this thing on the road tonight. I got a lot of things and a lot of leading questions I'm going to be asking tonight. So without further ado, I want y'all to go ahead and put y'all hands together. Get on y'all feet. He's an engineer. He's a scientist. Uh, man, 15 years plus in alt and oriental medicine, acupuncture, 
um, he's a he's a great family man, a great son, a great husband. He's also a great friend of mine. This is the director of the American School of Sometimeometry. Y'all get on y'all feet for my main man, Dr. Charlie Abbott. It's awesome, baby. <clears throat> good evening, Dr. Abbott. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Coach. Feeling good. And it's really a delight to be here once again on Sometimeometry Night. It seems like it's been an eternity since we've actually been here and and actually to talk about some of the great things that Symptometry is offering. And uh, I'm actually feeling good tonight um, about the, the subject at hand. And I see that you're really enthused as well. Man, that, that's what I like. We come in here like yin and yang. I'm in here all yonged out. And then Dr. Abbott come in with that smooth Teddy Pendergrass voice. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Yeah, but but now don't y'all get it twisted. This is your first show. Doctor Abbott can get hyped, so don't don't. He just he just get warm. <laughs> he just get warmed <laughs> up. So he just getting warmed up. Doctor Abbott, what do you think about um, when you go and Google symptom relocation? That it's not even on the internet. Nobody, you know, that's the first thing people scream all the time. Doctor Weinick, when the I think last last time she was on the show, she was talking about how, and if she's on the show now, I definitely would like for her to press one so I can bring her into the conversation. But um, people are always talking about, well, I didn't see it on the Internet, and they're just waiting for it to be on the Internet, to be their gospel, to be validated. And here's the science of symptom relocation, because they don't find it on the Internet. They say, well, it must not be valid. Can you talk a little bit about, symptom relocation just to warm us up? Well, essentially, when you speak of symptom relocation, it happens all the time in modern medicine, um, particularly in any modality that does not address the root cause. And so oftentimes in conventional medicine, they will address a symptom. So say, for instance, if someone has back pain or something like that, either they will give them some type of pain reliever or muscle relaxant, but actually to only address that area of the body. However, there is a reason for the muscle being tense. And, you know, perhaps it's, a, you know, potassium overload or or a, uh, the um, cortisol is not, uh, is not moving, so it's actually jammed and it's not communicating with the muscle or the nerves, and we actually have a, a process of congestion there. So, therefore, you know, perhaps it will move to another part of the body to give you a signal to say, all right, now it was in your calf, now it's in your back, and then perhaps it's in your shoulder. But without the proper knowledge and education, someone will, someone will think, that, oh, it's just, you know, this thing is just moving around and, you know, I'm in pain, I'm in pain, but not really realizing that the body is still trying to give us a signal. And the signal is that that's not the answer. So oftentimes we see people, I, many times when I was in acupuncture, when I was actually really, really practicing acupuncture before I got into symptometry, someone would come in and they would have knee pain. And... 
and I talked to them, and, and then eventually they would reveal to me that they had a knee replacement, a total knee replacement. However, the knee still hurt them. Now, okay, the bone is gone, the kneecap is gone, the one that they were born with has been taken out and replaced with an artificial kneecap, but it still aches the same way that it did before they had the operation. And then the pain would not only be in the same knee, but it would migrate over to the opposite knee. So now both knees are aching, and now they're trying to figure out, well, what is the problem? I had one replaced, now both knees are aching. What was the problem? Because we never really dealt with the root of the problem. And that is what symptometry addresses. So most healing modalities today only focus on either they say it's either the bone or the muscle, and that's what they function on. They don't look at the chemical component that is happening, the reaction that's happening in the nerves and in the muscles. And this is how we address it with symptometry. So, so therefore, um, symptom migration can happen anywhere in the body. You know, someone just called me up earlier tonight and was expressing a concern that they had. Then the first thing I asked them, well, what did you eat today? Oh, I just had some crackers. And I said, okay, tell me the truth. What did you really have today? Um, I had some homemade fries. I was like, really? I said, so what kind of oil you cooked them in? Oh, I didn't cook them. Um, the people at the restaurant cooked them. And I said, well, what kind of oil did they use? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, to your headache, now you have to deal with this situation. And then, of course, we talked about it. But here, again, is another way in which symptoms migrate based upon the things that we do. And what symptometry does is it says we have to look at the root cause of the issues that present themselves in the human body instead of just chasing symptoms and trying to put out fires. And hopefully, at some point, you know, the person is able to just manage and get along. And as we get older, instead of walking, we're pretty much shuffling along until, you know, the day until that day when our demise comes and they say, oh, that person died of natural causes. Well, that is not the theme of symptometry. And see, see what you're doing right now. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta put this disclaimer right here too. Let me put this disclaimer right here real quick. Okay. The thoughts and views of Coach Kair is not the expressed views of symptometry, because I cannot control my emotions in my tongue as well as Dr. Weinick and Dr. Abbott and Dr. Nardi. These are my opinion. These are my words when I get angry. And when I say I'm tired of the dumb shit, I, excuse me for my French, but I get tired of people's egos sending them to the hospital, sending them to the grave. You understand? Everybody knows, well, almost everybody knows who Bobby Hammond is, a legend. He's a legend in the metaphysical world. He's a True. legend in the, uh, 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 just in the in the whole realm of cosmology, but he's also a legend of always saying, I will eat what I want to eat. Okay. I will eat what I want to eat. Well, guess what happened to him two weeks ago? Massive stroke. Did you hear what I'm listening? Massive stroke. And then we turn around and say, oh, 
We need to do a fundraiser. We need to do a fundraiser. Now, I'm not against fundraisers, you know what I'm saying? But I'm against hard-headedness when you could have avoided something. And, I mean, I love the science of, and to me, it's, it's almost like the root of what symptometry is, an ounce of prevention is worth a ton a ton of the cure, not not an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, a ton, 2,000 pounds. Why don't you just avoid it in the first place? Why well, go to the club where they're always shooting? Every week somebody getting <laughs> shot at that club. Why go? Why? Why would I do that? It's not, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me, and then I get upset, and then I start, you know, expressing it the other ways, you know, on my keyboard sometimes in my social media groups and whatnot. I try to be a little more professional on the radio, but it just gets on my nerves when people are going this way. And they say, and they respond to the whole thing of, oh, well, oh, well. That's ego to me. That's oh, well. Now I got to go bring, let me go, y'all please put your hands together. I got to bring my other esteemed guest in because this is our conversation because I ask her all the time and she says, her and Dr. Nardi say, say, we can only help the willing. And I'll say, well, why are so many people not willing to just be a little more humble? Just be a little more humble that you don't know everything, that your that your hairdresser doesn't know what they're talking about, that your mother, who is a teacher, doesn't know anything about food science, doesn't know anything about, about um, medicine and allopathic medicine or all of these things. They don't know a thing about it, but you're listening to them because of your Ego, because of your ego, and I want to bring in another one of my all stars coming off the bench. She's about five foot eight. She scores about sixty points a game. She's been in the she's been in the field for over thirty years of experience. It's in the lineage. Y'all, please welcome to the show, Doctor Wynette. Thank you. Coach. It's awesome, baby. Thank you for Thank joining you. us tonight. How are you feeling this evening? Good Very evening, good. I, I think you gave me a few more inches than I actually have, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes with the heels, you know, sometimes with the heels, it just, you know, yeah. it just, just it adds uh, on. But it's okay. Five eight in the heels. Okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it, it's an interesting conversation we're having tonight. And, um, yes, it is. I, I, I'd just like to add that... Um, I think part of what symptometry has to offer is just to just to also bring it to the forefront to introduce people to what what they're actually doing, and even alternative medicine is really symptom treatment. Um, and the body, the cells want to live, and a symptom is a first the first. Uh, indication that there's something wrong and the cells need something so they can keep living. And it'll be a little bit of a whisper at first and then it gets louder and louder and, and pain is one of the things that um, that is noticed. And if you, if you treat the symptom, whether it's with Oxycontin or white willow bark, what you're doing is you're affecting a healthy part of the body. You're effectively anesthetizing or 
or blocking a healthy part of the body. But what that does, if one part of the body is deadened and the body wants to live, another part is going to show its face. And that's what symptom relocation is as well, that it may be pain, if the presenting symptom was pain, it may be pain somewhere else in the body, but it could be memory issues, uh, it could be fatigue, uh, you could medicate yourself for pain and wake up with a headache in the morning. Or, you know, pain in the knee, like Dr. Abbott was saying. So when you deaden a part of the body for symptom relief because the body wants to live, it's counterbalancing that it's going to show a symptom in another in another aspect. So what we want to want to focus on, I think, is, yes, getting to the root cause of the problem and not just treating the symptom, whether it's with standard pharmaceutical um, medication or non-traditional alternative medicine. Because if you take hawthorn berry for your hypertension, it's no different. It's symptom treatment instead of taking lisinopril. There's no difference in the focus there. And I think people are... I mean, people people want to do good. They want to do right, but they don't know. They don't know that they're still in that belief system that they're treating a symptom, even if it's, you know, with an alternative, quote-unquote, um, uh, uh, thing that isn't considered a standard allopathic drug. So uh, I think it's uh, an important distinction to make. Mm. Now, now, do- now, Dr. Uh, Weinick, I want to ask you this question. <clears throat> What is it? What's the disease that causes people to ignore the 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 pain? You know, like I'm riding in the car and the gas light comes on. If I ignore that, that means I've heightened the potential of me being beside the road waiting on someone to come bring me some gas. What is this, you know, what is this whole conditioning of um and not only the the conditioning, but people are being taken advantage of because some of these markets know that people will ignore it and they run to push the symptoms somewhere else versus to uh, address it at the root cause. What's causing people to ignore what what their body is telling them? If you see your roof is leaking, why would you walk around and just put a bucket on the floor? Because I don't think that people fully understand what that pain really means. I think it's just, you know, it's another fork in the road. I've got things to do. I've got, you know, I've got work to go to. I've got a family to take care of. Um, it's just another another thing to take care of. I'll take care of this and I'll keep going. I don't think people really understand the significance of a headache um, that they get because they've been drinking coffee um, all day to keep going, you know, medicating with anything, whether it's food or a drug or an herb or whatever, is just a way that people make it through the day. And they're not aware of the significance of what symptom management is actually creating for the rest of their life. Hmm. Just, just, just. And 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 this question is for for Doctor uh, Doctor Abbott or Doctor Weinick. 
how does adding more chaos in the form of misinformation to the body help in any given situation? Like, oh, I need uh, some more bananas and I need some more kale and I've got to put my coconut water in here. I'm just going to blend all that together with my spinach. And it's green. It's green, Dr. Whining. Dr. Abbott, it's green. And everything green is good for me, right? Go ahead, please. Uh, in, in every uh, food, there are good things and there are also bad things. Um, God didn't put food on this earth just to feed human beings. Um, he gave human beings intelligence to try to figure out. Um, I tell people all the time, none of us, unless we're, I suppose, a trained survivalist, could go out into a forest and survive. We wouldn't know what we could pick, you know, what berries we could pick, what leaves we could eat. We wouldn't know. And it's quite fascinating that we don't think twice of going to the grocery store because the food is presented there that we think it's safe. And what happens in the ignorance, because you mentioned the word ignore, people ignore things. It really is ignorance. Not because people don't don't want to know. It's just that the information hasn't been there. Um, when food is eaten that isn't safe to consume, it's like trash. There's, it, it's like the trash has become a garbage disposal. And it's not meant to be that way. It's meant to run off of pure, um, clean energy. And when we don't pay attention to the health disruptors such as MSG, such as solanine, such as nicotine, um, such as cannabinine, uh, such as cyanide, uh, when we don't pay attention to these things, we're basically adding trash to our body and nothing out the life force ultimately. You know, it may work for a while, but ultimately it's gonna catch up with the person. <laughs> yeah. You know, also coach, um you know, most fruits and vegetables they only supply about ten to twenty five percent of the nutrients. The rest of them are chemicals, you know, like oxalates, prusic acid, malic acid, cyanide and they disrupt the you know the essential body essentials b vitamins chromium um things like that that our body needs us, so they actually create an imbalance things like sugar imbalances, and so just because it's green doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy for us, but for some reason that is the theme today. I mean because it's 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 in the media and it's in all types of healing modalities, as Doctor Weinick said earlier. It's in alternative medicine, it's in conventional medicine. But by the knowledge that symptometry is bringing to the forefront, it's bringing some clarity there. I mean can you can you imagine only ten to twenty five percent of of the nutrients come from those things, so it's a lot of debris left there, if you will, and 
that's what we have to have to, you know, really focus on and learn about. And so that we can create a balance and be able to understand when we when our body gives us a symptom or what we call a signal. Um, mm. Mm. Yes. Hey, y'all y'all are just slapping them over the fence tonight. I'm I'm throwing slow pitches and I just I'm just I'm just very enthusiastic. I'm waiting for everybody who's when I open the lines up tonight and y'all cuz I did that's what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to come in and say, "Well, what about this and what about that?" because I'm in the green tea. Oh, I got to have the green tea. Oh, I I have to have um what is this berry? My maki, M A Q U I, a super berry and highest antioxidant super fruit in the world. Maki energizes your body and regenerates your molecular structure, stimulating hair and nail growth. It also promotes beautiful skin and strengthens the reproductive organs. Now, when people read that, that's really neurolinguistic programming. They're giving you one side of it to say, that's a great excuse why I should participate in that. But I can look at this fruit and tell it's got phosphorus in it because it's a dark berry. (laughs) 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 I can look at it, and I know that phosphorus phosphorus gives berries its color. And I know when I mix phosphorus and water, I get phosphoric acid. So now when I say, well, those berries, those high antioxidants are producing also phosphoric acid inside of your body, why don't you just do without that? And then you know what people ask me all the time, Dr. Weinick and Dr. Adams? Are y'all ready for this? I know you can hear Well, what am I supposed to eat, Coach? I say, wait, wait a I ask them, I say, well, that? do you have to eat everything? You know, do you have to eat everything? Is, is, I mean, where is it that you have to eat everything? And that's that that's a problem. That's that's a real big problem right now. It just just you know, Mother Nature. When you go on Google and you type in Mother Nature's Mother Nature's menu, something like that. You know, Mother Nature. You know, it just I'm just so I'm just so disgusted right now with the with the with the our own healthcare situations or, or or I'm sorry, health care or health crises that we are creating because of what our lack of knowledge or our laziness and egotistical matters. Because I'm still going to be, and I'm going to keep saying the egotistical. I, I just typed in uh, Mother Nature menu on um, Google and scroll down, and I see some raw carrots, some raw tomatoes, and some raw mushrooms. And some raw garlic, Doctor um, Weining. Would you eat that? Would you if if, if you came into a restaurant and someone said this this is uh, Mother Nature's menu? We have some that's some sliced raw carrots, some raw tomatoes, some raw mushrooms, and some raw what's that? Some raw garlic and some raw broccoli. And they ask you what type of salad dressing would you like? What would you say? How would you reply, Doctor Weining? I would say no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, it's it's fascinating. I I hear this quite frequently, and people will say, "Well, you know, I just I just don't understand. Uh, God put all this wonderful food uh, on this planet for us to eat. You know, all this 
stuff tastes so good. And um, it's it's getting, it's not exactly, I wouldn't call it, well, I guess maybe it is being in the ego mind because it's as if we, we, we feel like as humans because we can think that we're separate from, from nature. And it's actually just the opposite. We're, we're part of nature. The food on this planet is there for all life. And that includes the life that we can't see. The, the pests, the molds, the mites, the funguses, the bacteria, the viruses, they eat the same food that humans eat. And so what we have is higher intelligence to figure this out. And um, another way that I, that I tell people that if we don't cook our food, and this is a generality because it's more specific in symptometry, but if we don't cook our food, our body has to cook it. And how much heat does it take in the digestive fire to get to the boiling point of water? You know, it takes a lot of heat, and that's energy that is zapped and pulled away from the more important things that we do every day, and that's to grow hair and to grow skin and to grow nails and liver cells and brain cells and intestine cells. So if we're not, if we're not um, processing the food the way our body optimally needs it, we're taking our own, we're draining our own energy reserves, and ultimately that is that has negative consequences to the, the, the way the body and the cells want to function. So when people start thinking about, oh, hmm, well, uh, wow, I guess that makes sense. The food isn't on this planet just for me. <laughs> you know, there's other people, there are other things, other, other, uh, other living things that are, are having to survive too. And, oh, wow, yeah, I guess there is, there is heat that, that, that I, I feel, you know, my saliva feels hot, my urine's hot. I am generating heat in this body. My blood is warm. Um, you know, just sort of getting people to connect like, oh, wow, I never thought about it that way. But, yeah, it, it's, it's true. If, if you don't cook our food and process it, the body has to do that. The other thing that's um, you know, fairly well documented, it was the discovery of fire. And Dr. Nori talks this, about this in, um, in several places. It was the discovery of fire that actually allowed mankind to survive longer, to become uh, more fertile, to grow taller, and to develop a brain. Uh, before fire, humans were very short. They were infertile. They didn't live very long. And they didn't have higher intellectual capacity. So it's actually the discovery of fire and the ability to cook the food that, um, that allowed Homo sapiens, you know, man, to evolve as a species. And that's not something that most people are aware of. Yeah. Dr. Abbott, you want to add on to that right there? Cause that, well, well what that, I really, because I know we have all types of listeners and people that, you know, study history and things here. But um, one of the, the, the slides that I had, and actually Dr. Wynick had one as well at the last symposium, that they did the, they did research in which um, 
in which they on the on the mummies that they found in different parts of the world, Egypt, uh, down in um, Peru, and different places, and they found clogged arteries in them. You know, when they when they when they scanned them, they actually did the MRIs. They actually saw that their arteries were clogged, and so they did not have the science that we have now. Although they had other advantages and they they did some great things there on you know spiritually, but they had clogged arteries from the food that they consumed. And if if someone lived to forty years old, they were old. They were considered old. And so these are the things that we are taking advantage of now is the technology that's available to us so that we know exactly what it is that we're eating, that we know that we have all types of acids and, and sugars that will cause disrupt, disruptions in our cellular health and our general health. And, and it also affects our brains because we have to be prop, uh, producing the proper brain essentials to even communicate properly, to be able to care for someone properly. You know, oftentimes it's like, oh, I can't, you know, someone may have a difficult time nurturing or, or, or giving, and it's perhaps that person is not producing the, the proper connectors to be able to give that type of love that is necessary. So this is what we are going into with Symptometry is addressing that and saying, okay, Let's go together and develop this more and more so that we have a healthier human family where we're building together as opposed to dealing with, you know, the tragedy. I mean, you think you think back to how, think back to that situation uh, last month, well, actually it was this month in um, Cleveland where this guy was holding those women for, Ten years for a decade, and what kind of mind does that? You know what 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 was he actually producing that to get to the point where his mind could actually bind someone up in chains and subject them to some type of torture for so many years? So this is what we want to address, and that's what we're doing. Exactly, exactly. Getting down to the root, of, as my daddy used to say, getting down to the root of tutor. What I want to do, because I, I know he's over there uh, riled up <laughs> and ready to go, you know. Okay, bring him on. <laughs> Y'all know what the sound is. Dr. Maxwell, Naughty. It's awesome, baby. Welcome to the show tonight, Dr. Naughty. How you feeling this evening? Oh, fine, sir. Fine, sir. Um, um, good evening, Dr. Warneck. Good evening, Dr. Abbott. And good evening, the good evening. entire house. Um, I was just enjoying listening to all the explanations that were being given, and uh, I'm glad to participate at this time. 
thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I know you're getting ready to come over here and start pouring out some glasses of uh, rocket fuel right away, so I don't have a problem with that. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you this first question. You know how I am, Dr. Nardi. You know I'm emotional about people taking this wrong information and conning people. I say they conning people because they don't have no scientific proof that this coconut water is good for them. They have no scientific, and they say, oh, it's, it's an antioxidant. So here, drink this antioxidant or put the word virgin in front of it. Put the word virgin coconut oil, virgin coconut oil, because, you know, there's a whore coconut oil, too. So as long as she ain't no whore, she's a virgin. So we're going to play on your intelligence. Dr. Nardi, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of my people getting these strokes. I'm sick and tired of these people. And then these same people saying, ooh, I'm a little sluggish today. What you doing sluggish? I thought you said you drank coconut water. I thought you said you had your antioxidants. How did you get sluggish? Why are they relocating symptoms versus curing? That's what I want to start out with. The, we're going to start out with the money first, Dr. Nardi. Then we're going to, I'm going to back into the definition of curing. I don't want that first. I want to talk about the money. We're going to follow the money first because, that, to me, that's what I think it's about. I don't think it's about the curing right away. I think it's about the money. So let's talk about the money, Dr. Nardi. What exactly do you want about money? Well, if 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 you don't have any scientific proof that uh, – these antioxidants really cure, or this coconut water really cures, but you're making billions of dollars off the industry, you're still making money. That is true. That is true. But uh, you see, the biggest advantage that symptometry has over all the other fields of therapeutics is its simplicity of expression, simplicity of concepts, and simplicity in vision. That is all. That is the biggest advantage symptomatic has over medicine and over all the branches of medicine. And majority of these of people on this planet don't have very high education. They have they have basic education. And if you express your thoughts to them in very, very simple English, and you simplify the concepts to them, they will embrace you wholeheartedly, and they will throw away all, all the efforts that were made to bamboozle them. We are winning the hearts and minds of many, many people. But the only problem is that they are not the kind of tidal wave that you see on the horizon. No, they are under the radar, and we are doing marvelous. Mm, mm, yes, we are. We are doing marvelous under the radar, and I'm trying not to be so frustrated, but you know how I get sometimes, because <laughs> as we come out from underground, it's like we got the right answers, we got the proof, and we got the simplicity, but people's egos want to keep on um, being in obedience to their taste buds. Can you cure anything while you are under the obedience of your taste buds, Dr. Nardi? Well, here is the problem. You see, if you, have, if you allow your taste buds 
to be your leaders, then you are going to end up in a ditch. It's as simple as that. The taste buds are not supposed to lead you. It's the mind that is, going to, that is supposed to lead the taste buds and not the other way around. So this world is in such a mess, such a chaos, because those who thought they knew better did not know better after all. They have limited knowledge, very limited knowledge. And now they are being exposed. They are being exposed. This, this, symptom, this symptom relocation. I had, you know, I'm working with these scientists over here, and, and something came up, and we were discussing miracles and spontaneous healing. And I told them that miracles do not exist except in the Bible except in the scriptures. Because in the human body, everything has an explanation. And mm. something that has an explanation is no longer a mystery and it is no longer a miracle. It's as simple as that. If you see a halo around a person's head, and you are the only person who sees a halo around that person's head, there must be something wrong with your, the retina, there must be something wrong with the cones in your retina and the rods in your retina. <laughs> you alone, you see blue, green, red around uh, 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 Joseph's head, around Kafir's head, around uh, Josephine's head, you alone. And... All the 20 people in the room don't see anything but you alone. Don't you know that there's something wrong with your retina? And you call that a miracle? That's not a miracle. You need science to explain things to you. Mm. No real miracle. That's funny, Dr. Uh, Mr. Spock. You know, he's the he, Mr. Spock in Star Trek is the uh, lead scientist and first officer on the Starship Enterprise, and I just went and saw the movie, and that's one thing he says: there's no such thing as miracles. He said, he, he said, he said, there's no such thing. It can be proven, proven scientifically. It's that not is a, correct. Not a... <laughs> that that is that is that is correct. That is correct. Everything. You see, you see, steady basic science, steady nuclear physics, steady atomic physics. And, and the whole world, the universe, is wide open unto you. There is nothing you cannot explain. Nothing. Prayers do not dissolve plaque. Prayers do not dissolve gout. Prayers do not dissolve uric acid and oxalates and calcium deposits. They relocate them. And let me explain what happens. And in order to provide you with this explanation, I will have to rely on chemistry, basic chemistry. We are made of 94% water. That's what we are made of. And water has currents. 
strong currents, weak currents, swelling currents, and non-swelling currents. These are the properties of water. Don't just repeat what the professor said in chemistry class, we are made of 94% water. Go deeper and deeper and deeper and study the properties of water. Study the ions in water. And you see how with the strong energy, strong mental energy that we produce when we are praying, when we are doing transcendental meditation, when we are doing ordinary meditation and so on and so forth, we produce force. And force moves currents. And currents relocate the weaker gouts, the weaker deposits, they relocate them so that the heart pain that you used to have is no longer there. But what you forget is that it's no longer in the heart. It's now in your wrist. You wake up one morning and your left wrist is hurting. What happened? You didn't experience this yesterday. But the heart pain that you used to experience is no longer there. It is now in your wrist. Your eye is hurting. Your eye is hurting. What happened? The blockage was not there yesterday or three days ago. Now it is there. And this is the beginning of glaucoma. The blockage in the canal of sclem. So when you think you are using symptom treatment, as Dr. Wanek explained earlier, and uh, uh, alternative medicine, or allopathic medicine, when you are using symptom treatment, you are rather making the person's condition worse. This is why if you spend 40 years, 50 years, not removing all these blockages, the relocation will come to a, will reach a point where every point will be saturated. Your nerves will be saturated with blockages. Your joints will be saturated with blockages. Your eyes will be saturated with blockages. And then you call that old age. Oh, we are getting old. You are not getting old. You are aging and you kept all these blockages in your body, in your system. So we should stop this, block, uh, this, uh, this uh, uh, a blockage relocation, this symptom relocation. We should stop it and concentrate on the removal of gout, the removal of plaque, the removal of uric acid and so on and so forth, so that when the currents swell in our body because of higher energy, higher mental energy, there will be nothing to relocate. This is Health. When there is nothing to relocate, you are optimally healthy. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. It's awesome, baby. And the hits just keep on coming. Okay, Dr. Naughty, I'm ready for you right now. Now we want the definition. I want two definitions. I want a definition for curing, and I want a definition for symptom relocation, for the record. 
okay? Symptom, symptom relocation is the ability to keep moving blockages around with the swelling of the currents. That is symptom relocation. Whether it's through prayer, it's through meditation, or through other means. Other means include using pharmaceutical drugs or using all kinds of alternative uh, uh, therapies. That is what it is. You are, you are relocating the health disruptors. You are relocating the blockages. That is the basic definition of central relocation. And I don't encourage people to go that way because our objective in symptometry is to keep living. Keep living. Just like the plants. Because the longer we live, the more, create, the more creative our creator will be. This is why the creator needs us. It needs us. That's why he created us. And the longer we live, the longer the creator will be created. Yeah, the, more the, creator, the more creative the creator will be. Now, the creator is just going about its routine work because we are not creative enough. We don't have longevity like the plants do. We don't have longevity. What kind of longevity do we have when you are 100 years old and you are blind? What kind of longevity, longevity do you have when you are 103 years old, 104 years old, and you have bowel incontinence or urinary incontinence? That is not the kind of healthy longevity we want. We want a kind of healthy longevity where when you are 150, 160 years old, you will still be useful to the community. They will rely on your wisdom and your guidance. Because they cannot rely on your senility. So let us continue to live a very healthy life. And science, nothing but basic science, is the way leading to that healthy longevity. Because without this basic science, we would not have gotten anywhere. What is cure? Cure. What is cure? Physicians have been, have been, have been afraid to use the word cure. It's because, if they are afraid, it's because they don't know what it is. It is not taught in medical school. It is not taught in medical school. So now, since they cannot cure any disease, they refer to treatment as a way to address the needs of the tissues. I am sorry. Treatment is not cure. Cure is supplying raw materials to the body so that the cells produce body essentials and brain essentials for healing at the cellular and DNA levels. That is cure. I've had acne for 37 years. I cured my acne in 1990 
We are now in 2013. 23 years later, I have not had acne on my back, on my forehead, on my cheeks, on my chin, anywhere. This is cure. <laughs> the medical profession does not teach curing in medical school. Is that a direct quote? That's correct. <laughs> Ooh wee! Where my gunshots at? I got a liquor shot. Let me let me let me, let me light it up. And the hits just keep on coming. This is a dream come true. The calling number tonight is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Three four seven two five nine zero eight nine. Uh if you got a comment, question or feedback for Dr. Nardi, for Dr. Abbott, for Dr. Wanek, if you got something to say, please press one. I'll be bringing y'all on in about ten minutes. Doctor uh Nardi, you heard me talk about <clears throat> egotistical living. Uh, is where these myths come in. These myths come in. Myths are only supported by those who are egotistical enough to to say, I don't want to change. I have no desire to change, so I'm going to keep up with this myth, you know. And then and then you see it. You see it on. Um, so let's let's say I I go on Google and I type in healing foods. And I look at the healing food, it says 20 cancer-fighting foods. And it says garlic, cabbage, kale, tomatoes, grapes, strawberries, blueberries, lentils, chili peppers, avocados, oranges, lemons, licorice root. I'm going to just let any one of y'all, which one of y'all want to talk about? I mean, just, just, I mean, please somebody say something. I mean, is that true first? Are those cancer-fighting foods that I just named? <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I, I, boy. I, I just want a yes or no. Is is kale a cancer-fighting food? I just want a yes or no. Is this it cancer-fighting food? This is one of the biggest lies mortals have ever told. Hmm. Hmm. So so strawberries and blueberries are not cancer fighting foods. Is that what you're insinuating? First of all, what is cancer? Does the person who listed these foods know what cancer is? <laughs> it's on the internet, Doctor Nardi. I don't know. It's on the internet. You see WikiNet. I, I I read I I sometimes sometimes I have the privilege of reading certain articles in certain um, uh, in certain data banks and I see how the same article is reproduced on the internet and then I see how certain parts are twisted. I see how certain parts are twisted. I see how certain fruits, certain certain items are added where the original, in the original, there was no such addition. They are just fooling people left and right. And you don't have an agency or an institution 
that is there to defend the scientific truth. Now you have symptometry. You mess with symptometry, you'll be lamentably sorry. Don't even try it. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute, I got more. I got more, Doctor Marty, because you know the internet. That's what I got. I'm not done. I'm not done. Here we go. This one says, um, "Nature's amazing pharmacy." And I know Doctor Weinick is over there laughing. I'm, they got four foods on the left, and they got four foods on the right. And they say, "Well, a sliced carrot looks like a human eye, and it greatly enhances blood flow to the eyes." Then it says a tomato has four chambers and is red just like the heart. A tomato is loaded with lycopene that is pure heart and blood food. Then they say a walnut looks like the brain and helps develop more than three dozen neurotransmitters to enhance brain functions. And then the last one, it said beans are kidney-shaped, and they heal and help maintain kidney functions. Mm. Well, I think I will, I, will, I, will let, I will leave this out for Dr. Wanek and Dr. Abbott because it, 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 is, it, is, it is such a blatant lie that uh, um, I think uh, I, will allow, I will allow Dr. Wanek and Dr. Abbott to soften the blue a little bit. <laughs> I think it's just interesting in those statements. There's absolutely nothing to explain why. Why? Because the tomato looks like the four chambers of the heart. Does that make it heart food? And you know what is lycopene? There's no, there's no explanation about anything. And that's, I think quite confusing to people because the science that's promulgated uh, is based on uh, theories that were, in fact, you know, walnuts looking like um, the brain and kidney beans looking like the kidney. And, I mean, these were theories that were, um, that were brought forward um, in the 1700s, 1800s. And they've been tested and tried, and there's no proof of there's no scientific proof of, of this of the statements that are being made. And it's kind of confusing because the scientific proof that's um, brought forward today is evidence-based medicine, and that a lot of that's the new buzzword in allopathic science. And I think to be fair, I mean ultimately. Um, there's a motivation that that doctors or uh, other practitioners want to help. They want they want to relieve suffering. But the science, the evidence, is a double-blinded, randomized, placebo-controlled trial. That is no proof at all. It's just a testing of a theory. Um, and so there's not much you can really say because there's no argument to nothing <laughs> there's 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 a statement but there's no backing up of any of any information that would even begin to uh, to substantiate the claims that are being made 
Abbott. You know, there, there was re, uh, there was recently something I read on so, social media here. Um, they were speaking of the the relationship between human blood and that of plants, but there was iron, and then there was magnesium. But you know, and so they, these are totally two different molecules, totally two different elements. That one is heme iron, another one is is magnesium, which the plant has. It doesn't have anything to do with human with with our blood in the way that they are expressing it. And even though the the shape of it was similar. These were the arrangement of the molecules were totally different. But however, if someone says, "Oh, this looks just like our blood," then we should use this. You know, we should use plants to help build our blood. But they don't have really any science there. But now we can just run with the ball, and then someone says it, and then the next person says it, and before you know it, there's so much information out here about how spinach or some other type of vegetable is good to for, for if you know for vegetarians or people who decide not to eat meat as a way to build blood and it just absolutely doesn't make doesn't have any valid validation to it at all but it's only based upon someone's idea of what they see. And, and, and good. Go ahead, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I will come in after you're done. I will okay, come in I'm, after I'm, you're done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, okay. Um, Coach Kaye, um you see, when I alluded, uh, when I alluded to the lies that are out there and how some of these Wikipedia researchers twist the facts. They add, they add some, they add some items that they, that were not in the original article and so on and so forth. This is another classic example of what I said earlier. What you mentioned about carrots. Looking at the shape of the eye, tomato, looking at the shape of the heart, whatnot, looking at the shape of the brain, the beans, looking at the shape of the kidney, and all that. These falls under shapes. And we studied these at the British Institute of Homeopathy under the doctrine of signatures. You see, they lifted this teaching from the doctrine of signature that has no scientific proof, proof whatsoever, and then the person just wrote it and published it on the Internet as if it is his own thought. That is not coming from him or her. It is lifted from the doctrine of signatures, which I studied. And all oh. these lies, people have been fed a steady diet of lies and falsehood. And l l look at this. And why do you want me to lend some credence to this? No, this is complete garbage. Whew. And to let it slide. See, that's my other thing, too. 
And when you let it slide as a healer, you a co-conspirator. In my book, in my book, you a co-conspirator. If you can, if, if you see this lies going on and you don't say nothing, then you a co-conspirator. You just as good as holding the gun yourself. You didn't. Well, I saw somebody rob a bank, or I saw somebody beat the old lady up, but I don't want to go and um, I don't want to go and identify the witness. Well, you just as good. You might have just been holding the hands behind the back while the man was robbing her. That's how I look at it. This is, this this is this is uh, oh man, somebody just hit me on uh just hit me on my inbox and said um, they said that her, said my observation is only but to say the show moves more like a grand river than an ocean. Great show. So <laughs> I, I, I definitely want to say big ups to everybody who's listening out here tonight. For those of you who just called, uh, for those of you who are listening to the download, uh, you got to get on here live. You got to get on here live so we can understand, because we're just doing the basics right now. These are just the basics. What's the difference between curing and relocating a symptom? Please download this show and listen to it again. Take notes. Race me and make an ebook out of this show before I do. It's easy. Just download it, transcribe it. I'll help you publish it. I'm looking for some transcribers right now. If you're really feeling symptometry, then we're looking for some. Uh, Kair's looking for some transcribers. If you need to get in contact with this level of learning on your own and bring it into your household, I definitely prescribe that you go to symptometrybooks.com and order the new books. Order the old books. They're all new to you. They may be because they came out two years ago. doesn't mean they're old. What to consume, the downside of nutrition, the study, the uh, the most in-depth study of a complete human being. These things are essential in changing your life, into saving your family. There's 42-plus shows over there that you can listen to. That will, I mean, like I said, we're just scratching the tip of the iceberg tonight. And if you're very, very serious for those who have been listening since last year, you need to come and join the team. Teamwork makes the dream work. We're not doing this just so you can say, oh, i got to wait till next Tuesday. i got to wait till next Tuesday for the show to come on. No, no, you can get this every day at the American School of Symptometry. Dr. Abbott, will you please give out your phone number and contact information uh, or website where if people are interested in connecting with the American School of Symptometry, they can uh, get in contact with you? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Coach. The number at the American School of Symptometry is 708-620-4362. That's 708-620-4362, and it's the... American School of Symptometry dot org, and um, just go online there, and you'll be able to find out about about our school and the studies um, in which symptometry offers. Absolutely, and if you're in the North Carolina area, uh, Doctor Weiner, could you please give out the phone number that they can contact you at in North Carolina? 
Um, they can contact me at area code 336-545-1020. And I would also like to say that because symptometry is so new and so foreign to people, I think that becoming a student in symptometry is an excellent way to, um, to just get involved in your own health. You know, learn these things. Dr. Nardi has written textbooks, and it's a great way to own this information for yourself. Um, and that's how I've progressed in this, is that I, I became a student and ultimately a licensed intometrist. I think that's, that's a great way for, you know, don't take somebody else's word for it. Get involved. Learn it for yourself. Own it. And, you know, that's how how you can become responsible uh, for your for your health and create your own health because it, it's not going to be given to you. You have to give it to yourself. So exercise exercise the brain in the direction of becoming a student and learning more. Also, if you'd like to get in contact. With uh, headquarters, phone number is 708-691-4977, 708-691-4977 for your complimentary consultation. That's with Dr. Weinick, with Dr. Abbott, or with uh, Dr. Narty. And Dr. Abbott, would you please give out your contact phone number as well for people who um, would like to get your complimentary consultation. And this, these consultations... You don't have to be face to face. You, all right. three of these esteemed doctors have clients all over the world, all over the world. Symptometry is healing not just in North Carolina. We're healing in North Russia. We're healing. <laughs> we're healing. We're healing in Bug Tussle. If you know where that's at, we're healing in uh, in Miami, in, in 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 Palestine, in Chicago, in California, in Seattle. It doesn't matter. If you have a phone and you can dial numbers, then you can get a complimentary consultation. Also, you do not have to be in Chicago to join the school. Dr. Nardi's in Illinois. Dr. Weinig is in North Carolina. She hasn't missed a class yet. She hasn't missed a beat yet. She's been studying for over a year, and she's still maintaining her practice. So don't say, oh, I don't have time. I don't, I don't, you know, I work, so I can't just take off from work. She was a full practice while still studying. So please, please don't hesitate. That's another that's another large uh, issue that I have with people hesitating uh, when it comes to their wellness. So, Dr. Abbott, will you please give out your contact information, please? Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach. Um, I can be reached at 336-456-9183. And uh, as, you, as Coach said, uh, the consultations are 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 also free, so um, don't hesitate to call myself or Dr. Wynick or, or headquarters in regards to um, finding about finding out about symptoms. Exactly. One more before I, I got some callers on the line. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Just press one if you need to come on. Call in front of two five two and seven one eight. I got y'all coming up next. I already see you in the queue. But I want to talk about one more thing real quick. Excuses. Excuses. My friend told me a long time ago he was an alpha man, so 
just pardon me, Dr. Abbott. He said excuses are uh, monuments to nothing. There's bridges that lead nowhere. You know, people who use them seldom attain anything, therefore I have none. A lot of people are always saying, oh, symptometry is so expensive. It's so expensive. Dr. Nardi, what do you say when people say, oh, it must be expensive. I can't afford it. What do you say to that, Dr. Nardi? Well, um, we have we have uh, um, um, special rates for senior citizens who cannot, uh, who are on a very very limited income. We give them a good slack. Uh, we also take care of students who are in school. You, the only thing that you have to prove that you are in school, you know, some some some. Some people will tell you that, well, well I, attended, I attended this school, and there's no proof. There's no evidence that they're attending a particular school. So they have to let us know that uh, they're attending this particular school, and then we will help them also to get better because, you know, college is full of all kinds of, uh, you know, STDs and things like that, and the people are on a very uh, meager stipend, and they do not have uh, the means. So we do not want them to go back home with this problem. So we want to, to we want to cure them before they before they go back into the community. So we have all these programs, you know. And if you are uh, if you don't have any income at all, if you don't have any income at all, we we'll ask you to wait. We we'll ask you to wait until we have some donations. Sometimes we have some people who donate money to to headquarters. Uh, I will tell you right now that there is one Dr. Dr. Henry White in um, uh, in Maryland who uh, last year donated money, and we used that money to treat a child who suffered from serious psoriasis in Trinidad and Tobago. You see, and uh, I told them I gave them one condition. For treat for taking on this case, I gave them one condition: that child should not uh, eat food that is cooked with coconut oil. And the parents agreed; uh, they did not cook with the, the, the child's food. As a matter of fact, the whole family, the entire family, stopped cooking with coconut oil, and the child recovered. So, if Dr. White had not made this donation available, we would not have been able to treat this young boy who is in Trinidad and Tobago. So we accept donations, and these donations help us to, to treat people who cannot afford, who do not have any means of income at all. So yes, we have some, we have some, we have some, some services that are available at headquarters. And uh, with time, uh, some of uh, the symptomatists also, the two symptomatists in Greensboro, uh, let's see how fast, they, how, uh, how soon, and how fast they can accommodate some of this also. And let's see if headquarters can also be of some assistance when donations come our way. So we do not want people to be sick. No, no, no. We want people to be healthy on all the seven fronts. So there is uh, there is a way out if you do not have money or you are very limited income. Thank you. That's right, that's right, that's right. Um so many this is so many ways to get cured, people. It's, it's, it's so many ways. Call in, 
find out, get your consultation, because even in the consultation, you're going to have to make certain dietary changes. And some of the recommendations that we have had, stories of people have made the dietary recommendations and the, and curing has already started even before the particulates arrived, even before the carbon 98 BX have arrived, you know, even uh, before the A116 has arrived. Things have already started changing because of the dedication that a person has to have to adhering to the scientific recommendations of an expert. That's it. That's all you have to do is adhere. You have to be willing. Woo, it's so easy. Lord have mercy. Okay, <laughs> let me uh let me move over to the line. Let's get some of these callers in tonight. First caller I have is calling from the two five two seven eight nine. Thank you and welcome to the show. Can I get your name and where you're calling from tonight, please? Um, this is Michelle calling from North Carolina. How are you all? Oh, fine, yeah. Hello, how are you? Hi, Michelle. Um, hi. Um, I have a question um, for, I guess, for Dr. Narate or anybody could answer it. I was um, wondering, I, I was on the Internet, <laughs> and um, I was looking up information on remineralizing the teeth, and they had something up there where you, if you was to drink like raw milk and taking fermented cod liver oil or butter oil or drinking bone broth or eating raw meat, would that be something that could be utilized to help to remineralize the teeth? <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, you have to know that you, if you have a cavity, you cannot eat anything to fill that cavity. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this right now because I have a cavity in one of my molars. I have a cavity there, and I have not been able to fill it up. This alone tells you that, yes, this is not possible. I've tried everything. Nothing works, and now I know why. Now, I have not had a dental feeling. Why? Because I know how to rebuild soft tissue. The pulp that carries all the blood vessels and all the nerves in my tooth, I make sure that they are always renewed, tissue renewer. So this is why even when food gets stuck there, I just gargle and then the food is out. When I'm flossing, the food is out and so on and so forth. And to, until today, I have not had a single toothache. Wow. So when you have a cavity, leave the tooth alone because mineralized hard tissue cannot be regrown. That is not possible. It's just like, it's just like you, you, uh, uh, you, you have amputated a limb. The limb cannot grow again. That's it. But if you have a bone fracture, it can heal. But once there's a once the once a part is completely missing, you cannot replace it. So what you do is you turn your attention to the pulp and you turn your attention to the enamel. E N A M E L. Enamel. 
you have to know the 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 the, the, the elements, the mineral that reveals enamel. You have to know them. It's a combination of phosphorus, fluorine, and calcium. You may have phosphorus and and and, and calcium if you don't have fluorine. Now here here you are. If you use a toothpaste that does not have the right fluorine, then you are going to be in trouble. You will not be able to 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 rebuild the enamel that covers that that tooth. So this is the truth about the tooth. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, so work on work on rebuilding the pulp, right. so that the blood vessels in your the blood vessels in your tooth are always new, reju- they are always rejuvenated. Then the pulp that carries all the nerves are always is always rejuvenated. Then you will not have any problem. You you never have a gum abscess. You will not have dental fistula abscess in the tooth. You will never, never have it. I have not had it in many, many, many years, and I don't, I don't have a toothache. Wow. The reason I'm not going for a dental filling is, the reason I'm not going for a dental filling is, I will have to take the cement, I will have to take the material to the lab and deconstruct it and see what is, what is in it. But the dentist won't allow me to do it. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, I had gotten fillings in my mouth when I was little. And um, it was interesting because whenever you go to the dentist, they always give you. Um, we was going to the dentist for years before that, and then they always give you like a lollipop. <laughs> when you leave the dentist after they clean your teeth and everything, they give you a lollipop. And I, I'm little, so I, I just took the lollipop and didn't realize that you know that's a part of. Um, that's correct. That. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. So and what, what 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 kind of toothpaste do you use? Um, right now, I use Tom's. Toothpaste, it doesn't have um, fluoride in it. But oh, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. Um, I would not recommend. I would not recommend it. I would not recommend it. Go and buy a toothpaste that has stannous fluoride. Stannous fluoride. S T A double N O U S. That is the toothpaste I use. Oh, okay. Don't don't buy don't buy the one that has sodium fluoride. Don't buy the one that has sodium fluoride. Don't buy it. Right, Stannis fluoride. Okay. And I, I, I cannot give you if you like I can Dr. Wanek or Dr. Abbott can give you the name over the I mean uh, of the air, but uh, I cannot give you the name of the the brand of on 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 the radio. Okay. 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 Another just another piece of information to add is that in order to support the healing of the pulp, as Dr. Nari was saying, you have to eliminate any health disruptors from your food that would prevent prevent that from happening. And citrus. Oh yes, yes, that's true. That's right. Yeah. And anything that has citric acid in it, which is just lots and lots of things, uh, even in health food stores. You have to get rid of anything that, that is a citrus fruit or anything that has citric acid because that will chelate the minerals and it will prevent uh, the tissue healing in your mouth and anywhere else in the body for that matter, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for calling in tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you. It's awesome, baby!
next caller I got calling in tonight. This sister right here <clears throat> has been on a journey of transformation herself. I've known her for quite a quite a few years. Uh, she just takes she just took the ball and just off and just when when she was introduced to the healing uh, aspect of the game, she just you know relocated from the east coast to the west coast, stepped it up another level. I mean, she made some humongous strides. She started realizing her own natural talents. She got her own. She got her ego out the way. She even uh, set up her own website, <clears throat> Christy Lynn Abram, C-R-Y-S-T-Y-C-H. It's like Christ, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-L-Y-N-N-A-B-R-A-M, Christy Lynn Abram. I'm so happy to welcome her to my show. Y'all, please get on your feet for Ms. Abram, please. Hello. And the hits just keep on coming. <laughs> Hi there. Thanks for calling in tonight. How's everybody doing? I want to say hello to the panel and Kaya. Thank you so much for having me on. I really like what I'm hearing on the show tonight. <laughs> and you and I were going, you know, back and forth to chat. Um, and let me tell you, one of the things I keep hearing over and over and over in all you guys' conversation is take responsibility. I mean, if you don't know it. Find somebody who can help you. I mean, there's no excuse, honestly, for some of the things that we do, especially, and I'm speaking directly to those of us that were in the healing industry who know better. We know better, but we're amongst the sickest and the overweight and (laughs) dot, dot, dot. We got all these things going on, and it's just by virtue we don't take care of ourselves, nor do we seek the right counsel because we think we know it all. So, um, Coach, when you were talking about the ego, I was laughing. And I also heard you say she removed her ego, so I was really laughing. Because, <laughs> you know, that's you know, not a nice personal little joke. But, I mean, seriously, I mean, honestly, when I talk to my, my clients, I talk to them all the time about when something doesn't feel good in your body, you have to recognize that. Like, you have to really sit with that thing. If you've eaten something in the next day, like, Dr. Cardi was saying, um, one of the one of you guys was saying about if you have the pain in the eye, and it came out of some, it came out of nowhere. You have to realize that that's coming from something you're probably digesting in your body. It's coming from some sort of discomfort in the body, and you have to really pay attention to that because it's going to perpetuate into something that's much bigger, much much bigger. So I, I'm really grateful for the conversation. I thank you guys for that. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, thank thank you also, Christy, Christy Lynn, for for listening. Uh, thank you for your support also, and uh, we would like to continue to have uh, people like you in who like to listen to your contribution also, because we learn from everyone. We learn yes. from everyone. Yes. Now, I did have a question before you know we move on before you guys move on about kale. Mm-hmm. And I hear you guys talking over and over about kale, about tomatoes, and I do know that um, for myself, tomatoes and some of the other uh, acidic foods out there don't work good for for various reasons. But um, overall, I mean, I, I, I kind of kind of leaped into it and it didn't quite get why kale was um, wasn't that good for you because I'm somebody who actually likes kale. So oh yeah. You guys can explain that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. Okay, all right. Um do you do you, do you have do you have some some light spots on your skin yet? 
Do you have no. some light spots? Do you have some light spots on on your skin yet? No, I don't have any light spots on my skin as of yet. Good, good, good. So, are you waiting until you see some light spot before you decide otherwise? Oh no, because once you tell me why I'm not supposed to be doing it, I'm not gonna eat it anymore. I'm obedient. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we we are we are not here. We are not here to take you away from your paradigm. No, that's not our objective. We are our objective is to explain to you what is happening so that you make your own decision. Okay. Kale has one of the highest amounts of um, MSG, monosodium glutamate. MSG, and what do what do plants what do plants use MSG for? Do you um, know what? Yes, I do. I mean, actually, I know that um, a lot of companies use MSG to fatten you up. I mean, it's for to increase the the good feeling or the good taste of the food. Okay. Um, uh huh. And what else? Um, I don't know. I, I know those two for sure. What, what's, what, what are the other ones? Well, um, plants plants use MSG to regulate their temperature. Oh, okay. When it is too cold, they overproduce it, and when it is too hot, they don't produce too much of it. Okay. And kale has a lot of it. And for this reason, if there is a salt, monosodium glutamate is a salt. If this salt hardens and then jumps and then jumps your gene, especially the gene that is responsible for releasing the genetic material for skin color called melanin, okay. you are going to suffer from vitiligo. Uh, uh. That's why I asked you this pointed question. Have you started losing some some color already? Have you? You see, there I, I, there was something that that I could not understand. Why many people who eat or who consume high amounts of MSG lost so much uh, 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 skin color? In certain spots, in certain spots, sometimes it is their hands, sometimes it is the around the elbow, sometimes it's on their forehead. Okay. And there is there is a lady who who had it was so huge it it is on her back. You see, and I only ask one question. So how often do you eat this? How often do you eat that? And then there is a kind of cuisine that I don't want to mention because I don't want people to say that, well, I single them out. I, there's a cuisine. There is there's a cuisine uh, that, use, uh, that uses a lot of MSG. So if you are fond of eating their food, well, it's our, I would recommend that you, you don't go there too frequently. But patronize them because they have workers, you know, they have to pay their bills and all that, you know. But, you know, don't go there too often, okay? Mm-hmm. So, this, this, so kale is about MSG. Kale has many nutrients. 
with calcium and so on and so forth. But if you are eating kale because of calcium, if you are eating kale because of the B vitamins, it has excellent B vitamins, but the amount of MSG is just too high. Wow. I never and knew you that. Can, well, that's all right. That's why you are here. <laughs> I never knew that. And it's funny because there's so much misinformation out there, and a lot of people are misguided, like Kair has said, especially, you know, for somebody like me who's in this industry. I mean, I'm always talking to people about holistic living and health and things like that. But, I mean, there are some books that are circulating, and I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, the Eat Right for Your Blood type books. Oh, boy, well, that is okay, that, the, the, Dr. Diadmo, Dr. Diadmo, yes, I, uh, it's okay, it's all right, it's okay, I understand, you see, I don't uh, want to critique uh, another person just for the sake of it, but it's only when it comes to science that we have to discuss issues very seriously, so right. I understand, okay? Right, I, I, okay, so, I mean, that's some good information, thank you so much, Dr. Norde, I mean... I didn't know that. Now I know. So let me ask you, is there like an alternative to it? What can I do to replace the, the, the vitamins that I'm looking for that is in kale? Well, I don't know if Dr. Wanek will come in or Dr. Abbott will come in. I want that one. I want that one, Dr. Nardi. Can I have that one? <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. Go I want that one. That's an easy one. That's because... Most of the time, people want the kale because it's green. So the symptometry formula I give out is go with your alternative green that are high enzyme producers but low MSG, which are your collard greens. And see, don't just look for vitamins. Look for enzymes. Put on your enzyme glasses. So you want your turnip greens, your collard greens, your uh, mustard greens, your steam uh, broccoli, your green peppers, your asparagus, and your green zucchini squash, and your okra. Those are your safest greens right there. Stick with them. All right. Because you can make you can make a collard wrap. You know. Oh, and and um and bok choy is okay too. But the highest is your mustard greens, turnip greens, and collard greens. And I know you can make a mean mess of turnip greens, girl. You know I can. <laughs> I can't. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Good information. Good information. And I'm gonna have to really monitor my my kale intake because I really like kale. <laughs> yeah. I don't have NOC. I gotta. I'm gonna have to go ahead and swear, be obedient, and swear away from that. Uh, because I'm not just because you guys told me to, or you told me to, Doctor Norty. Just because I I have a high respect for my body. And that's not anything that I wanna put into my temple. And and just okay. be and just be aware of consuming things raw because again as Dr. Nardi says I said earlier that certain you know, fruit and vegetables actually produce certain chemicals to protect themselves against the weather, bugs, the environment, etc. So also consider that cooking, how important cooking them really uh, makes a difference as well. Okay. Right. And we did a whole show on debunking the myth of 
the blood type diet. If you go to some Thomasy books <laughs> and go to show number 13, show, go, go to show number 13, that was May 29th. As a matter of fact, that's funny that you asked that on the We All. Tomorrow will be the one-year anniversary of that very show. So wow. we did we did that show on May 29th, 2012, Symptometry, the Blood Type Diet, Cultural Eating, and Juicing. And then look how we done come full 360 on that same topic back tonight. So thank you so much for calling in. I definitely encourage you to listen to show number 13. And everybody who's listening in tonight to please listen in to show 13. Thank you, Christy. No problem. Thank you, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, have a good evening. It's awesome, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Let me get to the next caller. Caller from the eight. Uh, the call-in number is 347-205-9089. We only got seven minutes left on the live stream. So if you're in the if you're in the chat room and you need to call in uh, because you will not be able to hear the conclusion of the show if you're not in the um, on the line, and we only have about ten spaces left. So if you call in 347-205-9089, you'll be assured that you'll be able to hear the in uh, the show in its entirety, and you won't get cut off at the end of the uh, streaming live. All right? We're not going to try to take it too much uh, past 10 o'clock, but we will answer all questions and uh, do our conclusion for the for the show. But right now I'm going to go to caller from the 864-313. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. And the hits oh. just keep on oh, oh. coming. Your oh, mic's oh, wide open. Put, oh, put oh, your name oh. please. How you doing? I'm doing just fine, brother. My name is uh, Brother Shabazz. I'm calling from uh, Greenville, South Carolina. And um, I'm just uh, just tuning in, and I basically hear you all uh, talking about uh, the, the importance of eating and taking on the right uh, nutrition for our bodies and the right proper enzymes. Uh, ironically, or just coincidentally, uh, me myself, I'm dealing with a struggle right now. Of I went to um, to the doctor a couple weeks ago, and uh, the doctor diagnosed me, or he told me that I had uh, testicular cancer because uh, I have had like a lump on the left uh, on my left testicle, and this is uh, probably from a totalitary of lifestyle and certain things that we as black men do. Uh, and, and even with us eating certain things, uh, I feel like uh, there's a lifestyle that we often we also entertain as well um, that that does prove to be kind of uh, defective for our bodies. And um, my question is, uh, I have been on, I have become, a, I've been a vegan for about like a, a year. Uh, so it is, it has been a struggle just with me stopping. Eating a lot of stuff that I used to eat and stopping do, to to do a lot of stuff that I used to do, but as far as putting on a lot of stuff that I hadn't been normally accustomed to eating, and this has been a challenge even with being around people that are not, you know, too keen or telling me that I need to eat this or that I maybe shouldn't be eating uh, vegetables. I need to eat some meat sometime, or you know, that, that, that this is a hard and, and, and tough battle. So my question is, what kind of insight? Would you uh, give to me, doctor, for, uh, you know, a brother that is in the situation that I am in? And like I said, I'm dealing with some, uh, like, a testicular mass. I'm not really uh, concerned about 
the potential hazards of the disease actually spreading because I know I do take care of my body a lot better than I have been in the past. But even, you know, things to kind of di- diminish that mass or to get that to go down, what would you, um, you know, recommend for that case, sir? Well, hold on, Dr. hold on. Let me let me see if Doctor. Is he still yeah. on? Okay. Uh, Shabazz, 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 working. Working. Hello. Are you there? Uh-huh. I hear, I hear some echoes. I hear some echoes. Yeah, I I I hear echo too. I hear. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. Um, as far as testicular cancer is concerned, let me ask you a question. Have you, are you in the habit of drinking alcohol? I, I used to, but up until, like I said, with the with the lifestyle change and me becoming vegan, uh, going away from, I used to smoke cigarettes. I used to uh, drink alcohol. Um, I had been, I've been smoking marijuana for about like 15, uh, maybe t- close to 20 years. And I do also know that that, that is a detriment as well, right? Exactly, you see. So this 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 is a problem. If if you run your body down, if you run your body down like this, and uh, you be smoking cigarette, and what does cigarette do? Cigarette is full of carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide takes away oxygen, and this is how you pave the way for your testicular your testicular cancer. Okay. Okay. So now, I don't want you to feel guilty that uh, you brought this upon yourself, guilt should not be there at all. What you have to do now is, first of all, who advised you to be a vegan? Uh, well, it, it, it was basically uh, me doing just studying myself and, and, and from what I had learned, uh, I guess, with as far as cleansing the blood and, you know, not putting that... Uh, what, 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 what do you mean? You're you, you cleansing your blood with what? Well, from what I understood, I, I I thought I would be cleansing it out by just stopping putting a lot of the bull crap, uh, toxic <laughs> material down in my body. No, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at. Uh, I just, I just, I just, I'm just laughing because you use a, a crude word, bull crap. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. 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 That's okay. <laughs> I'm not laughing at your situation. No, that's not okay. that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, wait, is, so, is, is, is that a good? Was that a good choice? Was that a was that a healthy? No, decision? no, 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 no. It's 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 not it's not it's not a good choice because you have to you have to you have to you have to do your best and then make sure that you have enough oxygen get into your body. And then two, we have to go back to the very beginning. You know, uh, the testicle, you know, the scrotum. Has must have specific, some specific treatment, and you never had it. How old are you? I'm uh, 34. You are 34. You are very young, you know, and uh, you never you never had this uh, this scrotal treatment. And we have to go back to the beginning in order to ionize all the blockages that that were there. Let me ask you another question, and if you like, I can ask you on the air or off the air. You have to decide. And this is this is about youthful indiscretions. Okay. So you want me to ask you here or of the air? Well, uh, do you have a way that I can get in contact with you off the air? 
All right, and then I was also I would recommend very very strongly that uh, we talk over uh, of the air. Okay. Well, uh, yes, sir. If I need to give you my number, or you know, I'm not sure if you you have a way that I can get in contact with you, sir. Uh, where do you live? Uh, I stay in uh, South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. All right. Okay. Then I I, I would recommend that you choose either Doctor Wanek or Doctor Abbott, so that uh, you do a consultation with them. So that they will, they, 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 uh, you, you, I would recommend very strongly that you start with them. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, you know, uh, one thing, one thing I like that to add is, is that, um, you know, because when when people switch to vegan lifestyle, they oftentimes consume a lot of raw fruits and vegetables. And one thing I would recommend is that you do not eat raw garlic and raw onions at this time. That's just a straight-up recommendation right now for, for anyone that has any type of tumors or anything of that nature. And 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 uh and if I could just ask because from what I had from what I had heard from from some and and you know I'm still in the opening stages so I'm really just like a student still trying to you know, grab some information, but I, I did hear mm-hmm. where I guess garlic was a good thing, and I guess my question is why? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You see, when Coach Kair mentioned um, cancer fighting foods and you mentioned, mentioned garlic, the first thing that flashed across my mind was a man who had... Um, uh, a growth, a cancerous growth in the roof of his mouth, and he protruded all the way to his tongue. This man could not close his mouth, and this man had been a champion of garlic eating. This man had been eating garlic, and he has been eating garlic because one, it fights cancer; two, it fights cholesterol. Who, where did he learn this? He said, well, this is what he knows, and that's why he has been doing it. He, he thought he was been doing the right thing. They surgically removed a, 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 good, a good portion of their, of their growth. He grew right back in less than six months. He grew back, and then uh, this man died a horrible death. This man was drooling, saliva was just dropping from the corners of his mouth. It was terrible. He came to me for, for, for treatment. It was too late. Too late. So this idea, this myth, this folklore about garlic, 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 there is no science behind garlic. I am sorry that garlic is an anti-cancer food. It's a big lie. And you were also told this. So I'm glad that you will soon snap out of that so that you no longer become a victim of these lies. Okay. 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 I greatly appreciate your information, Doc, and um, the brothers as well. And um, I won't take up too much time with, you know, with my situation. But, uh, you know, if uh, do you have a number, Doctor? But, uh, Dr. Hardy's, I mean, I'm sorry, Dr. Abbott's number is 
Okay, four five six nine one eight three. Okay, my brother, my name is Brother Shabazz, and uh, I greatly appreciate all the help and the input, uh, brother. Yeah, uh, what about Doctor? Our next number is three three six. I think four five something. Four five four. Doctor Wynette, could you please give uh, me your number in the um the office number? Yeah, three three six five four five ten twenty. I got to get hers memorized. I do call Dr. Weinick. I don't call her as, doc- as often as Dr. Uh, Dr. Abbott, but I can change that, though, because the son just moved into Gemini, so some say. <laughs> so, Dr. 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 Weinick is my, that's my, that's my uh, symptometry, uh, cosmophysics uh, buddy right there. So we got some things to catch up on. Uh, we're in eclipse season, so got to get my mentor all right, big brother. Thank you so much for calling in tonight, and uh, we look forward to you um, opening up and uh, and getting in contact with uh, one of us as soon as possible. Oh yeah, our hotel brothers, and I greatly appreciate the help you provide. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, let me get on to the next caller here. Next caller, we are calling in from. Six eight two four four four. Your microphone is wide open. Thanks for calling into the show tonight. Can I get your name and where you calling from, please? Hey, peace and love and greetings. My name is Kofi, and I'm calling from Texas. Thanks for calling in tonight, Kofi. How you doing? Oh, Kofi, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I was uh, really taking in a lot of information about about your show. And uh, I, I really like the information. I would like to figure how I can get involved in uh, the Tsunami Metro program or, you know, get involved with it and not only try to help others but myself as well because I've been a diabetic for over 20 years where I've been insulin dependent ever since. You know what I'm saying? I never had the pills or whatever, even though I have changed up my diet a little bit and tried different things where I can take less medicine than what I was, but I don't know if I can ever really get cured from it. But I would like to still find a way I can help myself to be more healthier and and also help other people at the same time. All right. Um, Kofi, well, you've had it for 20 years. And for all these twenty years, what did your physicians tell? What did your physicians tell you causes diabetes? They they told me a whole lot of things. I, I started out eating this and eating that. Then the diet changed up to this, that, and the other. And then I started myself just staying away from starchy foods and sweets and getting some more vegetables and, and fruits and processed foods, leaving that alone. So, you know, they kind of been, they've been telling me a lot of different things for years. And for 20 years, your condition has not gotten any better. Uh, I mean, I, I think I'm all right. You know, I, I, you know, I don't be sick a whole lot of nothing like that, but mm-hmm. I, 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 I do know what I suffer from, and sometimes... It can be a hindrance in different situations. Okay. All right. Okay. And 
um, you have you have the telephone numbers of the two symptomatists in Greensboro, uh, Dr. Abbott and Dr. Wanek. So give them a call for your consultation, and then they will tell you uh, what you what you should do, and then how to prepare yourself uh, to get rid of diabetes. We talk about curing. Sometimes it's not easy to 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 bring about a cure because of a person's eating habits or a person's uh, genetic makeup. You know, sometimes it takes a, a long time, or in other situations it takes a very short time. So I don't know what your situation is, and the other symptomatists also do not know what your situation really is. But we are prepared to work with you so that your situation is resolved, so that you don't end up, you know, losing your toe, losing your limb, losing your finger, and so on and so forth, or becoming blind, okay? Exactly. That's why I'm trying to hold up. All of my God. <laughs> it's awesome, <laughs> Thank you, thank you, brother. And I, you know, I will be giving y'all a call. I got a few numbers here. Okay. Right. I'll be fine. Thank, thank you. you for taking oh. my call. Thank you, Kobe, for calling in. Um, and you did get the numbers down, correct? Yeah, I got the uh, the three three six four five six number. I got the five four five, and I got the seven zero eight six two zero number. There you go. There you go. You in the building. Right. All right. It's a good time. Oh, also, also, um, I'm gonna give you a head start too. <clears throat> Go over to some Tometry books, and whenever you can, start listening to those older. Start listening to the shows. Go all the way back to show number one, and <clears throat> try to order a book every two weeks. You know that's a good remedy because it only takes you about a week to read a book, and then so now you can read it twice in two weeks. So downside of nutrition is over there. What to consume is over there. Uh, the book, the, the new book for the women. The get my titles together. Uh, the path to optimal women's health is there. Also, an in-depth study of the most complete person. Intelligent children are not born; they are made. The twelve steps to healthy longevity and the symptometry questions and answers and the vaccines, merits and demerits. I would suggest try to get one of those books every two weeks or, you know, if your taxes come back, grab up three or four of them. We do have some packages on there as well that you can get, some Founders Package or Health Champion or the Family Health Package. But I definitely encourage each and every one listening tonight to have at least one symptometry book in their arsenal immediately. So um, I, I that's the only – I'm getting ready to order my uh, – the path to optimal women's health next, but I have everything else, and um, I'm I'm just very very enthusiastic about people getting this information and bringing it into their households. So I thank you again for calling. All right, I can get the books at the website. Symptometry books. S Y M P T O M E T R Y B O O K S. Symptometry books. Dot com. You can get the books over there, and you can listen to all the shows. Any show on any topic. We had a show. I know the brother Shabazz called in earlier. We got a show about marijuana. We got a show about fasting. We got a show about nurturing and relaxation. We got shows probably on, well, we got a lot of topics, but it's still a lot of work for us out here to do. So 
Symptometrybooks.com. You're going to find tons of information. All right, Dan. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. And the hits just keep on coming. Next caller we got from the Detroit area three one. I had uh, I had Cherokee on earlier. I was I'm supposed to bring him on, but his call dropped. So Cherokee, if you did get back on the line, please press one and let me see you. Uh, caller from the three one three two two nine. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, this is Lena calling from Detroit. This is Lynn. Hi, Lena. Lena. Hi. I question. Um, I recently um stopped eating salads um, because I noticed how my stomach would be upset and bloating afterwards. <laughs> um, and I just got really frustrated because I'm like, you know, a lot of people in my family were thinking I'm crazy. Well, salads are good for you. I'm like, look, this stuff is like giving me the worst pain <laughs> like ever in life. So I'm like, I, I'm just learning to make habits of listening to my body versus, you know, what my mother or um, or so you know something I've read on the internet. Um, I've always seen all this stuff about oh you can't eat all this cooked food because it's killing all the enzymes and blah blah blah. But when I eat mostly cooked food is when I feel better. That's right. Um, <laughs> and when I tried to become a vegan, oh my god! I mean my health just took like the worst turn in life. Like I don't even want. I we don't have time to even go down the list of stuff that started happening. Um. My question is, um, I'm still transitioning, like reintroducing foods back in my diet from when I didn't eat meat. Um, are there any recommendations you have as far as um, certain meats to avoid, or is it just all in moderation as far as, like, how you alternate between eating meat? I'll speak to that initially. So... When, when you made the discovery that uh, the, the salads were really difficult for you, and uh-huh. to be vegan is very difficult, it's an indication that um, you have something called an enzyme deficit. And what that means uh-huh. is that the machinery in your body just isn't capable of fully processing uh, that food. And people who have um, enzyme deficits are usually the first to discover that they can't eat the raw food and the um, vegetarian food like you just described. So um, the protein, especially the the chicken and the turkey and the, the red meat, which are very important to cellular health, are more difficult to digest. They're heavier foods. They have uh, more collagen. And it's very important to, to cook them um, until they're soft. And that means to do the meat um, until they're soft and all the collagen is removed. Because of an enzyme deficit, uh, eating especially meat um, any other way is very difficult. Um, uh-huh. But the red meat especially moose and bison, um, but also lamb and goat and um, uh, cow meat that's organic, range-fed, hormone-free, antibiotic-free, uh, contains something called heme iron uh, to create an, an enzyme surplus, which means the machinery of your body 
is getting stronger and can process things again. Uh, the organs in your body that do a lot of the work are red. Your liver, your kidneys, um, your spleen, uh, your bone marrow, um, your skeletal muscles, your heart. Uh, these organs are red and they work off of something called steam iron, which you can only find either in the, the red meat that I just described or from supplementing with with steam iron. So um, it's important to have a source of steam iron uh, at least at least three meals a week. But it may be difficult initially with your experience not with all foods that it's kind of hard to process those things. You kind of have to take it slow and especially cook those foods well so that it will be easier for you to process. Mm -hmm. um, and can I have your um, the number for the consultation? Because I definitely wanted to. I know I've made adjustments here and there, but I, I know I need an overhaul. And I'm like, you know, okay. it's tired. <laughs> I'm tired of all the self-diagnosing and all the bull crap, as the previous caller mm -hmm. said. And I'm just ready to, like, get down to business 110%. So. That's very good. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, you can reach me, Dr. Warnick, at 336-545-1020. Okay. Thank you so much. I dearly appreciate it. Thank you, Lena, for calling in tonight. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. It's awesome, baby! All righty, all righty, all righty. I am... Pleasingly plump tonight with just joy on how this show has unfolded tonight. Dr. Nardi, Dr. Wynick, Dr. Abbott. Um, I could just, you know, I could keep going in, but I'm going to just, you know, I want to, me and Bell already have uh, some of the uh, topics for uh, the next two shows already coming up. And for those who, you know, I know some of y'all say, well, you let, um, I let, what do you call it? I let, um, I let the coconut water off the hook, you know. I'm going to give y'all a break because, I mean, Dr. Nardi, they said that, I mean, I mean, Dr. Wynick kind of addressed it tonight too, but they said, oh, yeah, the coconut water is almost as good as blood plasma. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> what? How do you do that? I mean, how did you form your mouth to say that? And, and this is a this is a young uh, chef. Like she cooks for Venus and Serena Williams. <laughs> she's well, she's cooked in the White House, you know. And you still out here giving this information out. And whew, we, well, that's a, one th one thing. If he said that if. I, I have I have watched I've I watched the tennis uh these tennis players and I've seen how they've they have torn ligaments, torn uh, torn tendons, torn cartilage. And if you tell me now that uh, you have been cooking for them and you have been using coconut water, then I understand who has been responsible for this 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 uh, sports injuries in these players. Oh, <laughs> oh, 
you mean to tell me that torn ligaments and muscles is is um, even in an athlete that makes millions of dollars a year can still be affected by what she's putting in her mouth? Of course. I mean, you see, you see, you see. Don't forget that uh, coconut coconut is well known for for for, for molybdenum, and we don't need any extra molybdenum. We don't need any extra molybdenum. The molybdenum that we already have is part of our body's redox system. You know, electron exchange for cell nourishment is already there. Don't put any additional molybdenum in there. And coconut, that's what it does. Silicon and molybdenum. Silicon and molybdenum. That is what. That's, that is what has helped the coconut trees to stand on the beach for the past ten thousand years. Hurricane or no hurricane, the coconut trees will still be there. It is silicon that has helped them to be firmly grounded in the uh, grounded into the into 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 the sun, deep into the sun. It is silicon. Doctor Nari, what what will silicon do to the kidney? Oh man, silicon 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 will jam the kidney will will jam the kidney in the heartbeat. You know, so it's better for you to have something that has a combination of silicon and calcium and magnesium, very, very well balanced. Like, uh, don't forget that yam, yam has a lot of silicon, but it's so well balanced with calcium and magnesium. Coconut, in coconut, it's not well balanced because of molybdenum. I just yeah. I wanted to make a comment also about Venus uh, Williams since this, this, this subject came up. Uh, but she was diagnosed with Sjogren's syndrome several years mm-hmm. ago and, and had to uh, had to uh, reduce uh, her co- competitive events and really doesn't compete a lot anymore because of an autoimmune disease. And yeah. you know, pretty much it's out on the internet that she's vegan. She's become a vegan. And not yeah. many people know the connection between legumes, which <laughs> contain cannabinine, uh, which which is a, a specific amino acid for plants, but not human cells. And if you eat uh, legumes as part of a vegan diet, you're actually creating the circumstances that create the autoimmune disease in the first place. Because if you get cannabinine and not arginine in your um, enzymes, because amino acids make enzymes, then your machinery is thrown off. Every single amino acid, every single enzyme that contains arginine is incorrect. It's not the right shape. So, yes, you can have uh, millions of dollars and still not be getting the advice that helps you to to heal. Um, so, uh, it's just another bit of information um, for people to understand that plant chemicals and plant enzymes and plant cells um, are different from human enzymes and human cells and uh, human fiber. Plant fiber is not what supports human cells. Human cells have to be supported with the proper amino acid to make human fiber. And that's what restructures the connective tissue uh, that's defective in Sjogren's disease. 
you cannot structure strong fiber, human fiber, with plant eating a vegan diet. It's just not going to happen. So when you have this, this this idea of coconut oil and coconut water, coconut meat, coconut uh, coconut oil, I mean, who knows more about coconut than people who live on the, on the beach, people who have been eating coconut all their lives? And then now you are coming to say that you've discovered something new, that coconut water is good? Doctor, Doctor, I she made that good has obviously been keeping up with the Williams sisters. What advice would you give to her nutritionalist or uh, to, to their personal chef if we're having a conversation with them? I would say give some commentary a call and, and uh, learn more about how to uh, support uh, the, the cells, the human cells, to make strong fiber and um, to eliminate the health disruptors that actually cause genes to trip and cause cells to not, to not repair, that cause tissues to not be strong and not to repair properly. Or even become a student of symptometry, like I said earlier. You know, learn more about the science of food and, and what you're actually recommending to people. Yeah, but, you know, because uh, uh, Venus... She, she, it was just the first round, I think. She didn't do well yesterday. I mean, that Sjogren's is really affecting her. Um, and seeing the thing, the, the, the chef, um, the dialogue we've had somewhat, you know, they, they're they doing quite a bit of coconut oil over there. And they had, in addition to that, has she ever removed excess lactic acid from her blood? Um, no, of course not. <laughs> not. No, I only know one one place where you can do that. Well, Doctor Nardi, since you brought that up, as far as a high performance athlete um, going through that type of training and that type of um, rigor, uh, what are the um, what are some of the dangers and uh, not removing uh, lactase acid from the blood, and what are some of the advantages for someone at that level? Would they be able to extend their career, or would they be able to start making some repair if they remove lactate acid from the body, uh, from yes. the blood? You see, because excess lactic acid, I mean, uh, speeds up wear and tear of your cartilage, and then it delays the production of Somatomedine, you know, somatomedine is what the liver produces for the, the joints so that they produce, so that you produce uh, cartilage. Cartilage cells are the, one of the slowest to reproduce. They, are the, they, they divide very, very slowly, but their wear and tear is very fast. You have to know this. If you're in sports medicine, you know this. And then you, you solve this problem by keep them by constantly removing lactic acid. Lactic acid is available with, this, with the symptomatics in, in Greensboro, Dr. Warnick and Dr. Abbott. It's available there. If you don't have, if the line is too busy in the headquarters, 
call these two, and they they will they 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 supply them to you. They will sell them to you, and then you 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 take them every week, every week, every week, every week. Huh? Because if you are if you if you are incapacitated, if you are sidelined, how will you continue to make the millions of dollars? You'll be replaced. If you are replaced, how how will you keep making money? So we want our athletes to keep playing and to stay healthy indefinitely so that they keep making money and they pay their taxes. And then they, they hire drivers, hire this, hire that, and they, 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 they will employ some people. So we want them to be active and healthy. Yes, 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 yes. We want athletes, especially the Williams sisters. My mama is an avid tennis player, tennis watcher, and she loves Venus and Serena, and I do too. And we only want the best for them. And so we definitely encourage anyone who is listening or available <clears throat> who can get this message to some member of their team to please reach out, uh, get in contact with Dr. Wynick, 336-545-1020. Get in contact with Dr. Abbott, 336-456-9183, or call the big dog himself, some Tree headquarters, uh, right there in Chicago, 708-691-4977, and, you know, Find out, you know, get a personal get a uh, get a personal record, get a personal consultation, and um, let's keep the championship flowing. Uh, I have really enjoyed this particular dialogue tonight. Next weekend, I mean, um, two more weeks from tonight, we are coming back. That date is going to be today's the twenty eighth, so that's going to be on June the eleventh. So we got June the eleventh, and then we got June June twenty fifth where we will be back live and direct here, Coach K Radio. Also, we are um, I'm still looking for some more names down here in Atlanta for the book club. So please go to Symptometry Books if you're in Atlanta, Georgia, and leave. Really, anybody who wants to start a book club, go to Symptometry Books and leave your name, <clears throat> leave your email address, and leave your city and state, and I will forward it to headquarters to make sure that everything is coordinated fine. We are ready to get started here in Atlanta. We'll be meeting at the Central Public Library off of Peachtree. Hopefully we'll have a meeting before the next show. So I don't care if it's just one person or two people. If you got the book and you can show up, please, please uh, I'm going to be coordinating with headquarters. I know it was about eight or nine people that came up from Atlanta to come to the symposium in North Carolina. So I'm sure that we're going to have a festive and an active group um, at our book club in Atlanta We want to get some things popping And get ready for Dr. Nardi down here At the end of the summer And whether that's going to be the end of July Or early August We want to bring him down here And really uh, paint the town Green and red And, and wellness <laughs> Whatever the wellness colors are We want to paint it those colors So, um, Thank you all so much for joining us tonight uh, Dr. Weinick I'm going to start with ladies first Did you have any closing remarks as we take the show on out tonight. Oh, I just like to encourage people to continue to ask questions. Uh, anything that they come across, instead of just saying, "Oh, okay," they will 
why? Why? Why is that? What's the explanation? Why does this work? Um, and be curious and inquisitive. And uh, as Dr. Nardi says, you know, that, that curiosity uh, will, uh, inquisitiveness opens doors for all of us. And we just continue to learn. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dr. Abbott, did you have any comments for us as we take it on out tonight? I just say that for others to listen to the podcast and learn from the information that was shared tonight and to look forward to the, the coming shows and to look into learning about the American School of Symptometry and the courses that we offer so that everyone can educate themselves about healing and helping their families and, and their friends as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And Dr. Nardi, do you have any last words you want to take us out with tonight? Yes, I would uh, advise people to to, uh, to stop allowing people to fool them. And what, whenever they go on the Internet and they find something, they can always call Symptometry Headquarters for clarification. Finally, there is an institution here on this planet that is debunking all these myths out there, and that is symptometry. So be bold and give, give us a call, and we'll make sure that you have the right scientific information. Thank you very much. And you know I got to have, I want to have, a, my, my two cents is quit getting conned and stop conning yourself. Nobody, <laughs> you, you can only get conned when you really insist on conning yourself. So wake up, smell the collard greens, smell the turnip greens, and smell the, smell, <laughs> and smell the mustard greens. But please don't let your ego be in the way of your wellness. Don't let your ego get in the way of your wellness. Ask questions like Dr. Weining says, whoever, whoever the health professional is, tell them to prove it. Tell them to prove it. Ask them why. Ask them why they're giving you that. Tell them to present their scientific evidence. And remember, the inter- you do not spell doctor, I-N-T-E-R-N-E-T. You don't spell doctor, uh, internet, okay? The internet is not a doctor, okay? It may be an information highway, but there are some databases that are not even allowed by people who don't have certain criteria and certain credentials that you will never have access to. So please understand that there's more to it than what you see, and we're just gonna um, we're just gonna leave you with that for tonight. And thank you everyone for showing out for the Coach K Show, and we look forward to seeing y'all in two weeks. American School of Symptometry is looking for dedicated students who want to learn how to eat scientifically and live a disease-free life. American School of Symptometry is the teaching and training arm of symptometry. We offer three types of scholarships to help you with the cost of educating yourself and learning how to cure disease at the cellular level. That's right, cure disease. Our mission statement is curing is proving. Check us out at symptometry.com. That's S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y.com. You'll be glad you did. Or call us at 708-252-3621 
For more information, that's 708-252-3621, American School of Symptometry.